Hey, what's going on, heroes? I'm back again. This is Manny Reads Comics. This time for my pull list, I got Strange Academy number 10. Let me go ahead and say that I, I picked Strange Academy to do reviews on because no one really knows the stories behind everything, you know? There's no huge uh, backstory to try to, like, catch up on, you know? If I started reading Spider-Man for the very first time, there'd be so many things that'd be missing. And while, yes, yeah, some of these characters have connections to to uh bigger backstories like Doyle Dormammu has Dormammu like ha we know him as a as a villain for for Doctor Strange I don't really know Dormammu too much so you know I guess I'm kind of missing that right there but for the most part these are all new characters which makes it very easy to jump in and and not miss any kind of I don't know like small details you know what I mean so Anyways, just just a little reason why I picked Strange Academy. Let me go ahead and start talking about the uh, the artwork here. The this is a cover um, by Humberto Ramos. He does a pretty good job, especially in in this book with with magic being the basis of this whole book. Um, his art does he, I think he does a great job with his art, um, and. Uh, but it does make me realize that I've been missing a couple of things. Like, why is there a Galactus helmet as like the entrance to to Asgard? You know that I don't understand that. So I mean, if you know the answer to that and you want to let me know, appreciate it. Because I'm not going to research it myself. I'm too lazy for that. Um, but I did forget that Scotty Young is the the writer for this, and I love Scotty Young's art. I love his writing. He did a a book called Middle West with Jorge Corona as the as the artist, and that, that's just an amazing book. So anything Scotty Young does, I'm I'm there for it. Uh, I most likely have nothing bad to say, which that's kind of a uh, spoiler alert for this book. I don't really have anything bad to say about it. But let's get jump right into it. It looks like this is another field trip. The last issues, I think there were a couple. They went to um, a couple of different places. Um, Oh, it was like a parent day kind of thing. So they we just saw a lot of different things. But here we have an actual field trip. And two of the class members, Alvi and Eric, I want to say Eric, but it's spelled I-R-I-C, but I don't want to say Eric. I don't know. I, I, I'll decide halfway through, I guess. Anyways, Alvi and Eric, um, they are from Asgard. And we don't really know much about their parents, but... Because they didn't show up for for the parent day in the last issue, um, but Alvi looks like he's taking charge of this. He's the one that calls Sif for for um, for them to to be taken to the Rainbow Bridge. Um, when they're in the bus, here comes uh, Eric being a jerk as usual. Um, I'm surprised no one's really called him out on it yet. Uh, they do call him out, but like not enough to where where he's like oh man i should probably stop this or or you know make him reflect on his actions he's just a jerk for no reason doyle wants to sit next to emily and uh as he's about to sit down he just jumps right in he's like oh sorry this seat's taken and uh but then he gets back up but he still takes a seat he gets back up and he tells him like hey man by the way just a little pro tip when you're in asgard we don't really like villains, so we all know who your daddy is. You might want to wear a hood, you know. So this is Doyle Dormammu, uh, you know, who his dad is. Big old evil. 
So, um, Eric is like, yeah, you know, I, I would not want to see you be hurt. And, you know, Doyle's just like, yeah, of course, that, that that's why, right? Yeah. Um, but again, being very sassy, being very, he's just being a jerk, but he still takes the seat next to Emily. Um, and uh, that that's when Emily takes an opportunity to say like, well, hey, aren't you from Asgard? Who are your parents? Are they some type of gods, goddesses of things and stuff? And uh, he's just like, yeah, well, my, my dad's a palace guard. And as he's about to talk about his mom, um, that's when they get sent off. So like the talking stops, right? Um, when they get there, they are met by Alvi and Eric's dad. He's like, again, he's the palace guard. Um, they're met by him there. He says that they're honored to have him there, the strange academy. Uh, and then... As he's about to introduce the the guest of honor, everyone's thinking it's going to be Thor. It was supposed to be Thor, but uh, Volstagg shows up. Apparently, Thor is busy doing something else. He is the All-Father now, so uh, he's got responsibilities, I guess. But Volstagg shows up, and the children are not thrilled at all whatsoever. <laughs> they just kind of look at him, but he doesn't let that get him down. He's like, hey, I'm going to show you all these things, and he, he goes on a list of things which sound pretty interesting, but he's like, the most important part, we're going to go there first, and it's the Ram's Den. Then it's just this huge, kind. Of, I guess you could say it's like a bar and stuff. It's not really a bar. It's more of a, a dining hall. Um, and that's that's the most important part. I com completely agree with him. You know, you got to have that food first. You got to be full. While everyone's eating and, and just, you know, having a good time, we have, uh, what's her name? Shaylee? She's sitting next to Toth, and she's just enjoying every bit of it. She's like, this is the most amazing food. You wouldn't understand. Even though you are eating the same food, you just don't understand. She's just very energetic. Um, here's where we get kind of like that high school story, typical story of, of gossip and and uh, who likes who and, and things like that. You know, just typical high school stories. Um, and she's even goes to the point where she's like, you know what, Toth, I like you. You like me. We should just be boyfriend girlfriend and you know Toth doesn't talk so he just kind of looks at her and then he gives her a thumbs up he's like all right so that's it that was a big moment but she's very excited and then she brings up Emily and Doyle I'm like Emily's kind of what are you what are you talking about kind of getting embarrassed and and uh she you know it's it's a little cringy and stuff I'm getting embarrassed for Emily but it's it's not cringy in a negative way it's, it's cringy in the typical high school uh moment kind of way I guess you could say um, but while this is all going on, you can see Eric and Alvi having a conversation at first in the background, and then it looks like they're yelling at each other. Something's happening. Uh, most likely, Eric is responsible for this animosity, uh, and then you just see Eric walk away. He, he, he stomps away, technically, while, while everyone is kind of like looking at Shaylee, uh, you know, being so excited about her new boyfriend, he kind of takes that opportunity to sneak away. <clears throat> but Doyle notices this, you know, he's not, he, he does not like Eric right now, right? So he notices this, so he finds an excuse to, to also go away. And just things keep happening that are very coincidental, but it works out for both Eric and Doyle. Uh, when they get outside of the den, uh, you see Gus. Gus is this huge giant. I think I think he's a frost giant, but I'm not a hundred percent. But he's huge, um, and uh, he's there with this gigantic uh, shrimp behemoth. Is what it's called a shrimp behemoth. 
I think that's what they called it. And there's this fire demon uh, trying to take it from him. And, you know, so Frost Giant, Fire Demon, they're not going to get a, uh, into a peaceful conversation. So that fight's happening. And so while that while that is starting to begin, <clears throat> Eric and, and Doyle make their way who knows where. Doyle doesn't know where, where Eric is going. Um, but... Pretty soon they get to the World Tree, which I believe it's called Yggdrasil. Um, and Doyle or finds out that, that Eric is there to visit his mother, who is in jail. Her name is the Enchantress. You know, so she, I don't know much about the Enchantress. One of the things that I was talking about is I chose this because I don't need to know anything uh, backstory-wise. But, of course... Here we are. Enchantress, I know she's just like a villain. Um, she's up there with Loki, I guess. But that's pretty much all I know of her. I don't really know much else, you know. Uh, but now I know that she's the mother of Alvi and Eric. Uh, and it's a little confusing because I'm also reading Captain Marvel right now. And in that book, she went to go visit Enchantress as well. But it wasn't at the world tree and, and she wasn't in jail it was like at her house or something so timeline's a little confusing i know that not everything needs to line up perfectly but you know it's just a little tiny irritation no big deal um but this this uh brings the question of why is eric such a hypocrite um against doyle you know he gave he has been giving him such a hard time over over Dormammu being his dad and he just never fails to bring it up and here he is with the mom uh who's in jail <laughs> uh as the enchantress so you know Doyle sees this he's a little pissed off uh Eric finally hears Doyle in the background because his phone went off and uh he, he confronts him he's like did you follow me what did you hear you better not tell anybody and it's just like a a, a moment of of just stress and anxiety on on uh, Eric's part of, of course um and this is the perfect moment for Doyle to be like, ha I got something on you. You better leave me alone. You better start treating me better, blah, blah. But then we hear Emily's voice. Emily's voice come from around the corner. And uh, Eric doesn't want her to find out. He doesn't want anybody to find out. And uh, again, Doyle could have immediately just been like, Emily over here, come check this out. But for some reason, who knows what reason, he, he says, I got this, calm down, be quiet, hide over there. And he, he goes and talks to Emily and uh, leads her away. So kind of saves uh, Eric's um, face, I guess. I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he allows Eric to save face um, and keep his secret. Then Doyle says, you know what, we should just go back to, to the crowd Um to the, to the class you know they'll probably notice if we're missing and and emily you know fills them back in with uh with what's going on currently she's like well the frost giants and the fire demons are about to fight um some elves bumped into toth uh while while they were in the den and uh we're gonna give him some crap but then shaley comes in and immediately it's like don't touch my boyfriend and she just goes into fight mode Emily kind of compares it to like a basketball game to when one team member fights another team member <clears throat> from the opposite team. Most likely what happens is a, a, it's a big old brawl and that's exactly what happened at the Rams den. So they decided to take this moment. Emily says, you know what? They're not going to miss us. 
let's go just you and me hang out. And uh, it's kind of like a little bit of young love there. She's kind of making that first move. Uh, unfortunately, Eric sees this. So it's kind of like a little heartbreak and his mom calls him out on it. Uh, she tries to say like, what would your girlfriend think if she, if she knew who your mother was? And, um, you know, uh, Eric putting two and two together is like, does she look like she's my girlfriend? No. Um, but thanks for making this about you. <clears throat> she's, and she brings up the fact that she knows who Dormammu is. And if the prophecy is correct, whatever, I forgot what prophecy she's trying to mention. But, um, if the prophecy is correct, nobody is safe from that, from Doyle. Um, so, and that's just how it ends there. Um, this could be a possible origin story for Eric. I really hope not. You know, he's, he's been a jerk. He's, he's showing all the signs of being a villain, but I'm hoping it's misdirection. And it's even with this, like he's got a scorned love or he missed opportunity. Um, he it's, it's all the path to become a villain. And I just hope he takes all of this and, and becomes a better man, a better sorcerer from this. Um, so far, it, it doesn't look like it, but I'm, I, I have some hope for him, all right? Um, you know, because Emily is obviously showing that she's got feelings for Doyle. Um, and he, Eric, Eric and Doyle obviously like Emily. Um, but either way, Emily and Doyle sneak off and they're at the World Tree where they just start talking about um, how they saved each other's lives and they're thanking each other. And one thing leads to another. Emily kisses Doyle. It finally happens. Good for her for making the first move because Doyle is never going to. I do really like his uh, his flame changes colors whenever he gets embarrassed. So he's talking about their first kiss of when he was dead, <laughs> uh, you know. And then he kind of gets embarrassed and his his flame get turns pink or like a purplish pink. Um, I think that's really really cool detail. Uh, and of course. After they kiss, it's supposed to be a sweet moment, but the bus shows up with all the students. You can see Eric there coming out of the window. Uh, he's upset. You know, he just saw the kiss. Everybody saw the kiss. Shaylee is just talking so loud again uh, over everybody. He's like, oh my God, that's so cute. Um, and then Zelma comes in. She says, hey, we got to go. <laughs> we just got kicked out of Asgard. Uh, apparently, you can't do a, a brawl and, and be okay. So they got kicked out. And that's how it ends. I really feel bad for Eric, but um, it is what it is, man. That's that's what high school is. It's not forever. Uh, not for everybody, I, at least, I guess. Um, I got to give this issue a 7 out of 10. Uh, nothing really groundbreaking happens, but it, it's an interesting story. And uh, we get to see who uh, who Alvy and Eric's mom was. Um, that's That was a plus. It's entertaining. It's building on that relationship between Doyle and and uh, Emily. It's not no. It's no longer will they, won't they kind of thing. Um, they they've progressed it, so I like that. Um, we get that possible redemption uh, arc from from uh, Eric. I would say. I mean, we don't get anything like that, but I'm saying I can see either it going villain status or he he learns to become a better person. So I think that's that's a positive because at least we get some kind of character building on his part. Um, my only negative at the beginning was Eric's being a jerk for no reason, and he's he's hating on Doyle for no reason. He's being a bully, 
And by the end of this, it, it turned into a positive. So um, because, you know, we, we start seeing why he's kind of doing these things. It's not OK, but we start to see um, reasons behind it. And uh, let me backtrack a little bit. One of the last things that they say on this is uh, thanks to Shaylee, we got kicked out of Asgard. Uh, and she says, you know, well, don't mess with my boyfriend. And she's talking about Toth. When you go to the last page to see the next issue, um, we see that Toth is is completely broken. We don't know if he's dead or something, like, but he's he's shattered. And uh, it's kind of like a little foreshadowing. Again. Well, not the not the picture, but her saying, "Don't mess with my boyfriend." I wonder how she's gonna take it to see Toth like this. We get we're getting some pretty interesting stories, and, and it's tough to do that with a uh, with a big book like this. You know, these are a lot of kids. None of them have been fleshed out, so you have to write. Kind of you got you you have to kind of focus on one and leave the others behind and then move on to the next next next. So I think Scotty Young is doing a good job of keeping everybody um, within your scope, but filling out those those questions that we have for each character. So like now we're gonna focus on Toth next. So uh, I don't really know much about Toth other than that he's from like a swamp and he's made out of crystals. I don't know. So. He's doing a good job. I think once everyone kind of gets like a character introduction, I'm assuming that's going to be maybe 10 more issues. That's when we when we'll get the, to um, some good storylines and and stuff like that. Even though we are having some underlying storylines happening, like I said, with Eric, he possibly become a villain uh, or Alvi. You know what? Alvi has shown those tendencies as well in those last issues where when they went to like Mardi Gras or something like that and. He could have beat somebody up, but he didn't. Um, we're seeing like there's this, I think it's a cat. I can't remember, like a weird cat following Emily around like the the catacombs of Doctor Strange's um, academy. Um, and so far, that's pretty much it. But like, but I'm like I'm saying that it's building up. You know, also Calvin not having um, Calvin. Calvin is the one that was an orphan and. Uh, He's been having some really dark dreams. So what's going on there? We don't know. We'll see it later, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, either way, I'm rambling now. This book right here, 7 out of 10, not too bad. And that's it. Appreciate you guys for listening. Again, if you're on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you subscribe. If you're on Spotify, make sure you're following so you can get notifications of when the next uh, episode is up. And of course... My last note, make sure you're a real hero and you share this with your friends. If you feel like they they uh, will appreciate any kind of this content or they are have been on the fence about reading something like Strange Academy, at least this will help them make the decision, hopefully. Either way, again, thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you with the next episode.